SCP Confinement, the hit YouTube series by Lord Bung, is coming to the printed page. Confinement follows Connor, a man with the anomalous ability to respawn, as he is used by the Foundation to explore and investigate dangerous SCPs. Adapted by Koshi J. Kage, artist for the SCP Daybreak graphic novel. Storyboard reviewed by Phantom, creator of the Whore of Blood canon, and published by Smooth Cadence Productions. Confinement returns to the community with no drama, no self-inserts, and no bung. Confinement Comics, Issue 1, only on Kickstarter. This week, we cover AI, Simply Creative People Go the Distance, and we'll play Don't Blink and Two Truths with SC Peeps. Since our last episode, Elon Musk quietly announced that his motivation for colonizing Mars is his multiple failed attempts at freeing humanity from, quote, the rule of ants, and that he can no longer in good conscience exist on a planet where he, quote, even has to consider the little fuckers, end quote. We're not talking about ants, are we? No, 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 we're not. I wanna hold your body close to me I wanna take you where you've never been Sorry I won't break your heart and I won't let you down is silent and this is scp weekly what have we been up to over the last couple of weeks jesus christ fuck black friday fuck retail fuck everybody Ooh, who yeah. shops on black friday out in public Ooh. shop from your goddamn house and leave me alone it's 2023 you gotta shop through the internet these days oh my god people literally Cassie, i forgot you worked in retail Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. And I work at high yeah. volume retail. We did like $23,000 over the course of 12 hours, of which most of was my full shift. I'm a little tired. Is that yeah. today? I, no, that was... It's today Friday, sir. It's today Friday. What's today? So you're still tired today from Friday. No, uh, most places 
because they like money and they don't give a shit about the people that work for them, tend to do Black Friday sales for longer than just the one day. My store has been doing its Black Friday sale for over a week and it ends on Tuesday. Jesus. And then there's Cyber yeah. fucking Monday tomorrow, yeah. in which everybody mm-hmm. seems to think going into the store means a better sale because Cyber Monday. I'm like, no, it's c- Cyber Monday, not in-store leave me the fuck alone Monday. Cyber. Yeah. It's a computer. I'm so tired. As a former as a former retail worker, to everyone that's listening or watching who decides, oh, I'm going to go in the stores during Black Friday. Do us all a favor and go fuck yourselves. All you do is make the retail workers' lives hell that day or that week, however long their store opens for that. Just, it's 2023. Do all your shopping online. Just, I Nobody likes Amazon. Everyone fucking hates it. You don't, like, you don't even have to shop with Amazon. Just go any fucking go place my, online. Go to my place of business's website. Free shipping! Exactly! Just buy all your shit online. You can get it some places in the same day. They can have it delivered to you. Some places. It's that it's that fucking easy. We got a new store manager who can't be fucked to apparently handle any of his employees, who's told me on one occasion, I don't get paid to be a babysitter, dude. It's your fucking store now. This is your fucking job. My response to all those guys. For me, it was the young NCOs. They'd be like, I'm not a babysitter. Like, hey, you need to go take care of your troop. Yeah. You're fucking up. This like, is I'm not literally a your like, job. No, you're not a babysitter. You're a supervisor. You need to supervise this. Not babysitting. It's supervising. Now go make sure that kid doesn't kill himself. <laughs> I don't mean like unaliving yourself, but like in an industrial place of business, yeah. not yeah. getting crushed by metal. <laughs> Falling off a fucking ledge. Right. What's yeah. over here? Yeah. Whee! Getting sucked up into an aircraft engine. Just Bla- make just, just, <laughs> the engines. If, if oh my god, the engines. Today, you did your you did your job. Nolan, how are you? Ah, <laughs> uh, past few uh. weeks. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, it would take too long to explain all the shit I've gone through in just the past two weeks. I should have said similar because I left that a lot and still I still talked for a billion years, so I, <laughs> I understand. How are you doing today? Today? Um, eh, I'm alright. Could be better, could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea? Yeah. How about you? I'm, I'm still probably two days away from being done with Thanksgiving leftovers. Only two days. Only two days. Yeah, we didn't eat. We didn't make that big a Thanksgiving. We had a ham, a green bean casserole, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and two pies. That was no, it. No, I, I don't. Un, I don't. It is. I am not physically capable of cooking for less than six people. Yeah, it was just. It's just I, three of I us. just can't. I make. I make. I don't make turkey. I make a chicken. I make a whole chicken, and my ha- My husband makes a whole ham. Because I don't eat ham and he doesn't want chicken. And then we oh. just deal with that. <laughs> and we make everything. Well, you have your little Thanksgiving dinner over here yeah. and he has his over there. I'm in heaven. Because I can eat the same thing every day for a week and be okay. Like, I'm that guy. I'm yeah. cool. Ham sandwiches for a week. I know what I'm having for lunch every day for a week. I'm good with that. Friday night. 
I'm sitting on the couch watching like aliens or something. And my wife comes in and she's like, Hey, do you, so do you guys want lasagna tonight? And I was like, have you lost your mind? Have I mean, you, yes, but you, next week. What's what it, so we're talking <laughs> about tonight. Friday night, the Friday after Thanksgiving. She's like, you want me to make lasagna? I was like, have you looked in the fridge? First of all, we we just ate. We just ate like two plates of yesterday food. And you want to make it? No. No. You don't need to cook until like Sunday. The answer is yes. Always feed me lasagna. No. That's another thing had, I can't she make made, for less. She made lasagna on Saturday. Make lasagna tomorrow. And then she made, well, we had like this one into today. But still, there's like, there's ham in the fridge. So yeah. well, she when she grew up, like they didn't eat leftovers. She doesn't like, my daughter was in there fixing stuff. And my wife came in and was like, hey, can you show her how to do these leftovers? And I was like, are you serious? And she was like, no, I don't. My wife doesn't even know how to prepare leftovers. She never, growing up, they never had leftovers. They didn't eat leftovers. Her mom made a new meal every day. It was weird Midwestern stuff. But uh, she was like, you know, you, you guys are experts at leftovers. I was like, yes, what the fuck I am. But it's literally put it on a plate and put it in the microwave. Do you have a microwave? Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. But yeah, yes, she won't. She won't eat leftovers. Like if there's leftovers in the fridge, that's that's me and the kid, man. We're chowing down on leftovers. And my wife's like, "You want me to make a lasagna?" No, we're good. Yeah. Your wife I'll, is a silly goose. I'll meal I'll meal prep twenty four burritos and eat them for a week. I thought you were gonna say eat them at once. Uh, I, I don't. I had a, a moment of. But I don't know if I'm up to it. Next week the show may be late. Um, we will still be able to record on Sunday, but I'm hitting the road on Thursday, driving 1,100 miles back home because um, to pick up some of my dad's stuff. He passed away back in May. I talked to my mom. I was like, hey, I'm free man. Early December, can I come down and, and get some of dad's stuff? And she was like, yes, absolutely come down. So I'm going to make that drive. It's about a three-day drive down. I'm going to grab the stuff, turn right back around. So a week on the road. Uh, How many hours the- is that? Uh, it takes eight, about, it's about 18 one way. Yeah. So that's 30, that's our drive round trip. That's our trip from here to New York. Yeah. It's about 18 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think I figured it was seven states, seven states that I had to drive through. Are we just cut across straight to Virginia and then straight up, straight up from there, the six hours from Virginia and however long it takes us to get from here to there. We, we probably take some of the same roads. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. You can do eighty on this road, sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. You better do the speed limit in Virginia. You got to do the speed limit in Virginia, and then uh, Alabama. You you just have to do the speed limit because the roads Pew. are fucking garbage. <laughs> the three worst states I've ever driven through: Alabama, Louisiana, and Iowa. Tell me I I'm wrong. It. Tell me I'm wrong. Anybody who's listening right now, tell me there's worse roads in the country. Please somebody tell him he's wrong about something for once in his life. Because I like (laughs) it when it happens. I like hearing Kelsey is wrong about something. Prove it. (laughs) All right. So we don't have any Blackwood this week. Um, John Winfield's having open heart surgery. I'm just kidding. That's not true. Um, Stop! (laughs) I forgot. I forgot to email him and send him a script. So, uh, blame it on me. So we can go straight into on-site news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
and on to on-site news. This first discussion is going to be a bit controversial uh, on the topic of AI within the SCP community. Uh, to quote uh, this first person, this is a general policy discussion. I'm uninterested in hashing out the definitions of AI because that is not the assignment here. The point is that we are extending our current policy of blacklisted until otherwise stated to encompass all AI-generated works, not just text or images. This will include, but is not limited to, AI voices and whatever else nightmarish stupidity tech bros come up with. We will grandfather into the whitelist the stuff already allowed in the original policies. The use of tools which will use AI or AI-adjacent scripting in their operation such as Grammarly, DeepL, or GPT, to assist with grammar, critique, translation, and idea generation is allowed. Again, the point here is not to try and define what is and isn't AI. That could be debated later on. The point to make here is that we are expanding the scope of the current policy to encompass AI everything, instead of having two separate but effectively identical policies for text and writing and nothing else. This was written by Napick. Yeah, that's the original post that started it all. Um, and that was just really like a, hey, uh, we already have sort of an AI policy, but it only covers these specific things. And we want to blanket general cover everything there. So uh, <laughs> about two thirds of the way through the thread. So after Napick posted the initial post, there's a whole bunch of good to go i support yes 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 time for ai to go ai doesn't belong on the site boom 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 and then uh, you run into a post like this our opposition to ai shouldn't have the kind of reactionary tenor that i've seen in some staff discussions about it and even in this thread this may unintentionally reflect poorly on us in future internet discussions on the topic of ai based tools i'm also not sure how i feel about the response to this issue being on all being an all fronts action without nuance at the edges i can see how this process of beginning with generalities and then drilling down to the specifics might be pragmatic as it stands though we can't actually enforce blanket policy it must differ differentiate the specifics to be actionable i also see here a stated opposition to use all uses of ai on the wiki but this is despite the fact that we still have Grammarly and DeepL in the letter of our rules, and in an explicit staff capacity, we've even made use of AI to facilitate a small set of vital tasks as they relate to curation. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Too long didn't read. I support extending our existing policy into the domain of machine-generated sound content, but our opposition to AI shouldn't be dogmatic. We don't oppose AI along the lines of a neo-Luddite moralism. We oppose it only where it conflicts with the values we hold as a writing community. And that's LT Flops. That is the voice of reason. A voice of reason. <clears throat> so I'll start um, on the subject of AI. So first disclosure, yeah, I use generative AI. I use generative AI art. Uh, Wombo, Dream by Wombo, is uh, the generator that I use for um, the thumbnails on the YouTube channel for SCP Unredacted. That's the only place I use it. I'll drop those in the artwork channel on the Discord server. And that's basically a place for, that I use to transfer it from Wombo to my computer where I do the final edits, put it on the, um, the thumbnails. I wish I didn't have to, but um, the artists who do it for free, frankly, are not good enough. 
for me to use as thumbnails on my YouTube channel. And the artists who do it for money cost too much for me to be able to afford it. So right now, with the money that I have coming in through Patreon to cover my overhead, this is what I can afford. So this is what I use. With that said, um, I'll echo what, so first of all, whatever the the on-site, the wiki on-site community decides to do, I support. Like if you want to ban, completely ban AI, if this is the rules that you want for yourself, that's the rules that you want for yourself. And I support it. Like I will play by the rules. I don't really post anything on the site except for links to uh, my YouTube channel or the Spotify channel uh, for the readings that I do. I don't have a page. I don't have anything that I do. But anyway, um, I would encourage anybody who posts to the site to follow the rules. And if no AI is the rules, don't post AI to the site. With that said, my opinion is not really based on the rules of the site, what they may or may not be in the near future. It is the ideology behind the making of the rules of the site. And I'll echo um, Elty Flops here. Uh, where she says, our opposition to AI shouldn't be dogmatic. We don't oppose AI along the lines of a neo-Luddite moralism. I love that statement. We oppose it only where it conflicts with the values we hold as a writing community. Um, there is, I've seen, I've observed, and in my opinion, too much fear around AI-generated art, AI-generated voice. I'm a voice actor um, in the voice acting community. There's just raging irrational fear and the statement some of it and some things yeah yeah some people like really amazing voice actors that i've worked with in the past like their entire personality has become anti-ai like it's transformed them into this is their this is the only thing they talk about it's the only thing that ever leaves their mouth of when they're not voice acting they're campaigning for just get rid of ai it, it has actually transformed people's personalities so um, the statement that I have to make is for a community that is, it, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, I may be wrong, but I don't think I am. The vast majority of people in this SCP community consider themselves and are considered by others to be liberal. Am I, am I wrong about that? No, it's, no, it's AI. I don't think so. The AI art, AI, the, the entire AI generative subject has turned a lot of liberals into conservatives on, on this subject. Because I, I consider myself a liberal. I consider myself a, a far left liberal. Um, and I'm not gonna make a political discussion about this when it comes to like policy, public policy making, but I will kind of touch on the um, psychology of um, the ideology on the, on the liberal side. The reason that liberals exist. The purpose that we serve in the world is to take new frightening things and to change the world that we live in around them so that they fit. That's what liberals do. Liberals embrace change and we adjust the world around us to move us all into the future. The purpose of conservatives is once that world is adjusted, what conservatives do is they lock down those changes so that we can build systems around them and build society, strengthen society around the changes that the liberals have already made, right? Changes come, liberals embrace the change, help us make the change, conservatives solidify. And then when changes come again, it's the conservatives that are scared of the change. 
then that's what I mean when I say that AI has turned a bunch of liberals into conservatives. I'm going to go back and again, not making a political thing about this when it comes to public policy, but I am going to use a political figure as an example. Um, I have a clip from seven years ago, and this is one of what could be considered one of the most liberal presidents of our lifetime talking to an assembly of um, iron workers in Indiana about what they were complaining about the the loss of jobs because the jobs were being sent to other countries and he corrected them the jobs weren't being sent to other countries they were being replaced by machines and here's what he had to say seven years ago but i got to tell you that the days when you just being able to you just being willing to work hard and you can now walk into a plant and suddenly there's going to be a job for you for 30 years or 40 years. That's just not going to be there for our kids because more and more that stuff's going to be automated. And if you go into a factory, that kid's going to need to know computers or is going to need to know some, some science and some math because they're not even going to be picking anything up. They're just going to be working on a keyboard. And that's why we put so much emphasis on job training, community colleges, that's why I've proposed making the first two years of community college free so that we know that every young person, they're going to be able to, if they're not going for a, a, a full four-year degree, at least they're going to be getting the technical train they need for the, those jobs in the future. But you cannot look backwards. And that doesn't make folks feel good sometimes, especially if it's a, a town that was reliant on a couple of big manufacturers. But they're going to have to retrain for the jobs of the future, not the jobs of the past. So when it's, when it's jobs and livelihoods that depend on labor, that depend on the sweat from your body in order to make a livelihood, nobody bats an eye. It's the conservatives that lost their minds. It's the conservatives that lost their minds about we're losing jobs to X, Y, Z, whether it's jobs getting sent overseas or jobs being replaced by machines. Replace labor with art now. And now it's the artists who are, who are, their livelihoods are being threatened. It's the voice actors, right? From AI voice, it's the artists from AI art whose livelihoods are getting threatened. My admonishment to the SCP community, my admonishment to the onsite, to the wiki community is, if you bury your head in the sand, blanket ban it from the site, and say the best way that we can handle this is to ignore it and pretend that it doesn't exist and make sure that it doesn't exist on our site. How are you going to be a part of the solution? How are you gonna figure out how to, and maybe not necessarily embrace this, but how are you going to be a part of what we figure out is the best way to move forward because it's not going anywhere. You're not gonna get rid of it. Ignoring it isn't gonna make it go away. Figure out how to make it work in society. That's your job do your job yeah and <clears throat> uh adding on to that uh i personally feel very much the same way and it's i understand uh you know the pushback against the art and it's a lot like a lot of what kelsey said you know the fear that you know it's going to replace workers and it's going to take away any opportunities for artists or voice actors and we are constantly seeing you know 
big companies and global conglomerates like Disney, Marvel, whatever the fuck have you, uh, utilizing that and replacing any labor for any employees that they have and just using AI with that. They've done it uh, for, you know, posters. They've done it uh, for one of their shows, Secret Invasion. That entire intro is AI. And they try to justify it with, oh, you know, it's trying to be uh, human, but it's not human. But it's like, that's not the point. The point is that could still be utilized through actual artists. You're just refusing to pay people that you already have under employment for their own job. And you're using it with literally cheap imitations, like not even refined. That's what the real problem is with that and i do see like that is the pushback getting back from ai and i do agree with that but i also agree with what kelsey said of it's also not something we can just bury our heads in the sand and pretend that it's going to go away it's not going to go anywhere whether we like it or not ai technology is here to stay and the best way to go forward with that is how are we going to utilize that in art going forward and again it, nobody has to use AI. Nobody, you know, it's completely a, a person's choice, but it's not going to go anywhere. And Kelsey and I uh, talked about this the other day, actually, of, you know, taking Kelsey uh, and his situation, for instance, of, you know, running multiple shows. There's this show, there's SPN Redacted, and now there's trying to head an entire production company with, uh, Smooth Canes Productions. Not to mention all the outside work from all of yeah. that uh, in personal life and trying to spend time with family on top of all of that. And talking, we talked about how utilizing AI uh, for someone like Kelsey, uh, you know, training it and teaching it to be more refined over time to where it can, you know, almost perfectly, you know, mimic his voice and cadence for when it's like, you know what, I've got way too much on my plate. Uh, I won't be able to actually do recordings, recipe and redactive, but I don't want to not give any content. Uh, it would help with that. It can help make time. And some people would see that, oh, well, that's just cheap labor, but it's Kelsey's own voice. Like right. it's his own individual voice that he'd be utilizing. And it'd be, it'd be a difference if he was like, replacing entire like actual other voice actors which even with that no. all the extra time the uh you know savings that he can make with that that could bring about extra resources in order to make bigger projects with actual voice actors like yep. uh what unredacted did with amoni rom which everybody who listens to that loved it and everybody would be loving to be able to have a lot more like that and i think AI that's utilized, you know, safely and morally can help lead to projects like that. Not immediately, but it can help over time when used properly. So the problem there is expecting the average person to have morals. Kelsey training something to have his voice so he can use it as he sees fit is one thing. Me training something to use Kelsey's voice and making money off of using Kelsey's voice is something completely different. Yes. Which is a lot of the problem people seem to have right now with, say, AI art all by itself. It is entirely too easy 
to make an AI piece of artwork that its background from what it's doing is literally using other artwork made by other people, not giving them credit and making a, a conglomeration. Is that the right word? Just squishing a conglomerate. Them yeah. Yeah. Taking all of those things that nobody's being credited for, nobody's being paid for, and using it to make money. Yeah. I'm in a couple of very large communities in which artwork is specifically shared. And one of the things we've had to do is ban AI art because people will mark it as their own. I made this in AI art that makes it mine. No, no, I'm sorry. Now using it on something like the SCP Wiki. Everything is free to use. Everything is free to do what you want. Nobody is making money off of that piece of artwork. There's room to talk as long as absolutely no one is taking credit as they drew it by fucking hand. They did something special and it is only theirs and it is not AI and they're selling it and they're making money. That's where a problem is, but you have to trust people to have morals and most people don't care. And there might be a huge community of thousands of people who actually care. And then there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people who don't, who will try to make money off of, say, Kelsey's voice. There is a very, there is a very thick line, several C's, thick line between when it's okay and when it's not. There's also the difference in AI artwork versus real artwork, real drawn, handmade artwork, or a voice actor's real voice and an AI version of their voice. And what Obama was talking about, machines replacing hand labor. Sure, I can go to school to learn a new trade. I can learn how to uh, use the computers that make those machines go, invent new machines, all of those things. I cannot go to school for something other than art if art is my passion. I can absolutely trade my digging dirt out of out of out of the ground with a STEM field. If given half a chance, most of us will do really well in college. Not everybody, but there'll always be something else. Machines won't ever replace people completely when it comes to manual labor. Mm-hmm. But that's the difference between your voice and somebody else making money off of your voice and your hard work. What's keeping somebody from taking everything you've ever recorded, feeding all of those words and notes and labor and blood, sweat and tears into an AI program and making their own? This is SCP redacted or not calling it anything at all and literally making money from it. There's a big difference between those things. You cannot take your voice and find a new trade for it. It's your literal voice. You're doing what you like, you're making money, you're you're doing what you can, but there's, there's, those are very different things in very big ways. So to maybe, it's kind of the same conversation, but two different conversations here. Um, the, okay. the thing that keeps, there is a That's thing that keeps, hello kitty cat. There is a thing that keeps, is that because you would have to separate my voice from licensed music. And that's one of the things that like, yep, SCP stuff is CC by SA, but the music that I use very loudly on SCP Unredacted is licensed. Yeah. 
so there would be but, a licensing issue. So anyway, you, let's say let's that's, say that's the besides, technology that is there. Little tiny, suck, that little suck tiny the voice things. out. Re, you know, re, 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 replicate the voice. Use it for yourself. Um, I do have legal recourse for that. Now, if I put my voice into an AI machine, and part of the terms of service is that that whoever owns the AI machine now owns the voice samples that I put into it. That's bad on me for not reading the fine print and allowing that AI to sample my voice. And then and, and anybody who pays for it can use my voice as a pre-packaged sample, right? Let's say that that's one of the things that's ha happening with art, right? I put my art into an AI machine, part of the terms of services. So you have to read the fine print. And that's one thing, that's one thing where I think artists in general should get involved. Um, lobby whatever you want to call it is that shouldn't be involved in the terms of service if i pay especially if i'm paying a subscription fee to use this generative ai for my voice or for art or for whatever it doesn't belong to you i'm not giving you the licensing so if you put that in your terms of service i'm not going to use your product or you shouldn't be allowed to put that in your terms of service to begin with but that's not how it works with a lot of things i was using you as an example yeah, things yeah. like AI artwork and things like Midjourney scour the internet mm -hmm. for things posted on whatever website it can fucking web crawl through. You could have it on your website, uh, yep. trademarked, whatever. But you know, it gets pulled from there. It's that's something something completely different now. Mm -hmm. There's no way to prove half the time. Hey, is is mine mixed into these eighty seven hundred other pictures? Possibly. But what am I going to do about that? Yeah. I didn't give anybody ever any permission. It's these things that from this show, from literally any interview or anything you have ever spoken on in your life, not just your unredacted show, but there can be enough in certain ways to start uh, capturing your voice. It might not be the exact example, but it's more or less, there's got to be a way in which your voice is grabbable and to sure. feed into something else, not yeah. just your unredacted thing. That was yeah, just yeah. my, but like web crawling the Wikipedia and having something AI generate a SCP article. And that's, you know, it's creative commons. Like, okay, sure. But I drew this by hand. I, mm -hmm. I, I own this, I have copyrighted it, but it and several other hundred things get grabbed. There's nothing I can do. There's there's another there's, there's like eight different side arguments. One of them is when you automate labor, the the actual value of labor done by hand in some cases goes up. When you when you automate labor over here, the things that you do with your hands becomes more special and becomes more Well, expensive. yeah, that's like making bars of soap and selling right. it on Etsy. Exactly. Machines make soap all the time. But so then it's, it creates it's different new industrialized. Markets. Well, it, it creates new markets. Once, once markets become saturated with AI art, and they will become saturated with AI art, human-created art is going to become oh, yeah. more special. But and we that's where to... I was talking about. Like, the people who do it for free aren't good. Like, there, there's artists in the community. There's artists in the SCP community who aren't good. They're not no, good. No, and it happens. And they I put, mean, we they go put their passion into it. Keep trying. aren't good. <laughs> right, but you, you may get really good at it. You may not, right? It, you may not have the spark inside of you that will ever allow, and keep doing it, by God, if it makes you happy and it makes you feel good, go for it, do it. But there are people who are very good, and the more they do it, the better they get. 
and the place for those people, it's it's going to be better. When the entire market is saturated with automation, human-generated things become more expensive. We're still going to have to go through the time it takes between yeah. how many years of, of something will it take before people will get the money they're owed for yeah. their hard, hand-drawn art. All those years and all that work, some people will give up on art if they're good at it. We'll lose yeah. artists. Could We wouldn't, I mean... It's the, it is the pain of transition. It, yes, but the transition is going to be long. Once we yeah. start... If once we open those floodgates, it, it is going to hurt a lot of people for a very long time. I don't think very long. I think maybe maybe three. I think you. I think we're talking three to eight and, years from now. So I and think also the, the the wave will be over. Also, it's the. It's not just a wave. It's I could buy this. I can buy this uh, uh, AI version of this painting for eight bucks. I could yep. have somebody draw it for 80 bucks. Am I going to yep. pay the $8? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pay the $8. Most people That's will another pay the $8. Thing. The people who have the $80 to spend and With, realize the value of human generated whatever it is. That's the will problem. Pay the 80. That's the problem also with people who have morals. There's not enough of them. There are not enough people who will be able to afford the $80 who will care enough to buy it from a from a like mom and pop shops people will go to walmart rather than a small mom and pop shop it might be cheaper at walmart it might not even be cheaper at walmart but you know whatever mm -hmm. it's popular it's whatever yeah. blah, blah, blah. but the the harm that it does to there are no mom and pop shops they're very rare 20 years from now sure but all of those companies we had my father's business that my great-grandfather opened in 1917 is going under yeah nobody goes to mom and pop shops anymore and we're over a hundred years worth of business you lose that stuff when when things like certain kinds of automation be it ai or cheaper shit around the corner from a big name company Amazon and Walmart have destroyed the market with so many things. And this is what's going to happen to AI. And we've gone through 20 years of Amazon and Walmart destroying the market. And people can't afford to live anymore. They can't afford to pull themselves up to do something else. They lose all sorts of things with this. But that transitional period is going to harm more people than I think it's worth. I, I, I know there's a line, I know it can get finer than being thick in the first place, but it's really a, there's really got to be some sort of better give and take. There's I don't, I don't think it's something. a matter of what's it worth. Like when you say, it was, I think it's going to harm more people than it's worth. I don't think it's a matter of what's it worth. It doesn't matter what it's worth. It's coming. It's going to happen. It's not good. We're not going to stop it. Like there's, there's all there sorts of no, shit that we... There's all sorts of shit that people can stop. And you want to talk about people with morals. Some people have the morals to avoid that kind of stuff because they think it'll harm people. And personally for me, I will avoid it because it might. It might. 
harm somebody. It may harm someone somewhere at some point. If I can avoid it, I'm gonna avoid it. Like that, that's just me though, but those are where morals and lines are drawn. And we can all, of course, have different versions of that. Just because yeah. that's what I think. You, of course, do not have to. Absolutely nobody. But for me, it matters for me to do what I can, what I want in my own way. You don't have to you know, talk about liberals versus conservatives. You don't have to do what I do. Yeah. But that's just my way of caring. And when you talk about morals, morals, those lines get thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner over time, too. One way and then the other. And I mean, it's really becomes a person's personal decision and all sorts of things. That's, that's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. That's why I wanted to talk about this. That's why I brought it up. I, I knew it would be a, a worthy topic especially with and i've looking through your the artwork you make for unredacted mm -hmm. they are very abstract mm -hmm. they're very like like i'm talking about things we ban in the communities i am in are things like you couldn't tell if somebody drew it themselves or if they're claiming to have drawn it with some kind of computer program yeah, and I don't typically advertise like, "Hey guys, I use eight. Like, I don't put that out there. This is one no. of the first time, first times I've actually addressed it. But yeah, um, but but I, well, but I also don't make any allusions to I drew this. Never. No, and ever, it's, ever. but it also it is also very obscure. It's very yeah. abs. It's very like, wow, there's a lot of things going on in this, and I am sure it grabbed something from somewhere, eight thousand different pictures. But yeah. you know what? At least no one piece of it is centralized. It's not, it's just the kind of program you use. There are different kinds of programs for these things. And it's it's a matter of where they're getting their art from too. What's going on with new skips and tales these last two weeks? There are 23 new SCP articles, none over 50, but some are doing really well. I love to see it. Um, only 14 new tales, and also some are going pretty good. Please give the new posts a chance and make sure to upvote the ones you like. And then it says admonition. Admonition. Oh, yes. This is something uh, I uh, talked to Kelsey about the other day. Why because, are you guys uh, having all these secret conversations without me? Because it was, it was Black Friday and you were working. Oh. No, yeah, it's not our was, fault that you're stuck in retail, okay? I was busy dropping from exhaustion. Yeah, okay, no, that's uh, fair. But, no. yes. <laughs> uh, bringing it up, uh, there is a new admonition entry that just came this week, a few days ago, actually, when we were recording this. Uh, for those unaware, uh, admonition is an ongoing canon uh, that is basically this series of interconnected uh, articles uh, that essentially shows the foundation at some of its worst and some of its gr most grievous mistakes. Uh, it's a sort of offshoot of the Deepwell canon, which if you've read that, it's just straight up, the foundation is pure fucking evil. 
Uh, it has one of the saddest, uh, the Depot Cannon has some of the saddest articles. It has the uh, Your Friendly Neighborhood Keter SCP, which is completely sad on its own. Uh, but this entry marks episode five of the Admonition series. Uh, it is the featured author for this one is actually Harry Blank, uh, the writer of On Guard 43, which is another amazing canon that I highly suggest you read. But this one for episode five, named Existential Abatement, uh, in SCP 7243, is in some ways kind of the season one finale of Admonition. Uh, I'm not going to spoil what happens, but essentially the several fuck-ups that the foundation of this universe has made so far is going to come to bite them in the ass. Uh, and Harry Blank does a phenomenal job with it. It's a fairly long article, but he does a phenomenal job. Uh, so I highly suggest that you read that. Again, that's SCP-7243. Uh, by Harry Blank, and we'll link that article in the show notes for anyone who's interested. That is so fresh, it's not even on the Admonition Hub yet. It's 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 published. It's out on yeah. the uh, it's out on the wiki. Yeah, it has uh, upvotes. Yeah, it's at one hundred seven. Okay, yeah, so it just passed uh, the one hundred spot. Yeah editor for whoever's listening to this uh feel free to edit this out for time but i just need to spend a few minutes because harry blank does some is fucking phenomenal author you know he writes some of the best shit on the entire wiki uh and it it shows in this one uh and i know that harry isn't uh the only author of this but he's the main featured author this is mainly his uh like art that he's made and one of the uh parts of it that really shows is uh one that reads what is waste waste is when a thing full of life and promise a thing of beauty is obliterated before its full potential is realized Damn. waste is stuffing out a light in our darkest hour waste is death and I am going to kill it. Like, Woof. it doesn't need to go that hard, but it does. <laughs> and there's some uh, great art on it, on this article as well, that really stems the tism for me. Mm -hmm. I'm glad we have you for that. When is Harry? When is, when is, when is, when is, when are they coming on to our show? I'll reach out and see, but we're booked up until February now. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Are we popular? We might be. Probably. Uh, we'll get, we get to the end. We, uh, when we get toward the credits, uh, after we talk with uh, SC Peeps uh, later on in the episode, I'll go down the list. I mean, we, we literally just had Nike-Cola here. We must be popular and amazing to get somebody that fucking awesome on here. <laughs> I, I was really surprised they agreed. Like... <laughs> Oh gosh! Yes, I'm in awe. Like <laughs> we are worms. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> oh. 
You are entering a universe where the boundaries of storytelling are stretched to their limits, challenging the very essence of coherence amidst the cacophony of convoluted sentences and bewildering dialogues. We present to you narratives that leave you questioning the very nature of fiction. These are Tales from the Deep Well. Item number SCP Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures You should have two armed guards near its door at all times. If you hear banging or other loud noises, please enter the room to try to calm down. If you don't, it could breach, causing mass damage to the containment cell. Description SCP is a French bulldog that, when surprised or angered, will produce a sound so loud that anyone's ears near the bulldog will explode into nothing. Staying near the dog will also affect your ears as, when you are with the dog for more than two hours, when you leave the room, all talking or sound will be barking. This only lasts for a few days as it goes away after a while. This also causes the containment cell walls to fall apart. So make sure if the dog starts to get angry, feed it two treats as it helps calm the dog down into a good state. The dog was found with its dead owner near a gas station in Texas. It was found by a foundation agent who wanted a cup of coffee when he saw the dog next to the man and saw the man's ears were gone. The man died about two days ago as he studied the body of the man, so he took the dog to a local shelter. A day went by and he was sent to the same shelter as people who came in never came out. He enters to find the dog next to about 50 dead bodies. The dog was taken by the man and taken to Site 73. Where the dog was getting poked with a needle as its blood was taken, he barked so loud that the site could hear the dog loud and clear. The doctors who worked near the dog had both of their ears gone like it was never there. Two of them died within the following days. Then it was taken to its containment cell and labeled as SCP Addendum SCP can be used by level 2 clearance or above. At 12 in the afternoon, he should be walked by trustworthy foundation staff. Its name is Joey, as its past owner called it. The end. <laughs> I actually just found a new one. Drop it in there. <laughs> I am getting the uh, writer's name. Let's take a break before we go off-site. Check this out. Hey there, SCP fans. We're the podcast Simply Creative People, focused on the stories in the SCP universe and discussing creative processes. I'm Gregory Carpin, author of the wiki. Wow, the whole wiki. I'm Harry Blank, author of, I guess, the only hundred or so pages Grigori didn't write. Together, it's our sworn duty to endlessly flaunt the creative works of SCP writers and bask in their reflected glory, while Grigori tries to make good points, and I attempt to stop him. Right, all of that. But we're also interested in bridging the gap between all of the fans of the SCP fiction. Whether that means you enjoy YouTube videos or read the wiki regularly, we're the podcast for you. We frequently have guests on to talk about the projects or about things that they love. And right now, we're doing a deep dive into different groups of interest and recommending a few articles each episode. 
So, join us for a semi-weekly discussion podcast where we mock each other and talk about the stories you love. You may just learn something. Find the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or at our show page on anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow the show on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Thanks to our sponsor, Dotto's Juice What for Energy. Many people are say, Dotto, you are stale, or Dotto, you are derivative. So Dotto says, hmm, and Dotto released new line of energy drink for populace. Best energy drink on market. Good for bones. Thanks, Dotto, for your samples. We made sure to give them a taste and they could use more flavors, but overall, pretty great. 19 Chord, the official SCP Wiki Discord server is reopening the junior mod applications, and they're staying open this time. If you'd like to volunteer or help with the server, there is a form you can fill out and the server mod team will reach out to you if they decide you're a good fit. Mod positions are only open to those above the age of 18. Please do not apply if you are underage. If you have any questions about responsibilities, you can reach out to Divine Phobia. We'll put a link to the application in the show notes. In SCP YouTube, Mr. Illustrated, formerly SCP Illustrated, has released his full story adaptation of SCP-1730, What Happened to Site-13. For those unaware, SCP-1730 was written by DJ Cactus and is one of the highest rated articles on the entire wiki, as it tells the story of the mysterious Site-13 after suddenly appearing in the middle of the desert. The Foundation soon discovers a true house of horrors lurking within its walls, and a cautionary tale on what happens when the Foundation abandons its longtime goal to secure, contain, and protect. Mr. Illustrated has been working on this project for the past two years, creating incredible illustrations for each scene and utilizing a variety of voice actors, including the Exploring series, Radiger, Dr. Sumerian, and Dr. Maxwell. The video comes out at just under three hours and features a thorough explanation of the entire story and lore within the last 30 minutes of the video. He's an incredible creator who has made incredible projects for this community. I highly recommend that you go watch and subscribe if you aren't already. So I'm going to take a look at this GIF I found on Twitter. Um, let me pull it up real quick and I'll show you guys and I'll describe it real quick. It's body cam footage. Uh, from a game called SCP Contamination. It's an indie game that's currently in development. It looks like the premise of the game is a body cam style horror game where you escape from collapsing Site-19. Everybody uses Site-19, but after a contaminant infects various SCPs throughout the facility. Excuse me. So we don't just have SCPs, we have like SCPs that are contaminated, they're infected. Um, we'll put the link to the Twitter in the show notes. Um, check them out. Let me pull up this gift. There's no sound to it. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, sorry. Uh, go to YouTube and you know whatever this second mark is right now. Uh, go watch that and you'll see the picture. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, love, I love found footage shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's found footage feels. In other gaming news, Afray Studios has just released a cinematic trailer for their game SCP-5K in anticipation of their newest update, set in the world of SCP-5000Y by Tan Honey, 
Players are made to try and survive a world gone mad as the Foundation seeks the total extermination of the human race. The video's short description reads, A squad of FBI's unusual incident unit advances towards Area 12 within the mountains of West Virginia, hours before the SCP Foundation launches its devastating attack against civilization. This project is constantly being worked on by its developers and is a labor of love to the SCP community. We'll link the video in the description. And what's that link in podcasts? Simply creative people. Uh, Harry Blank and Gregory Carpenter's joint. Longest episode ever. Three and a half hours of Q&A. <laughs> that sounds like with, us. <laughs> with Gregory and Harry. It was a solid three and a half. And they, they talked about why Gregory doesn't play Pokemon. They talked about WoW. They talked about um, like underused GOIs, just the full range, and they didn't even get through all the questions. So they're going to have to have another Q and A episode. Anyway, if you got three and a half hours to listen to a couple <laughs> of nerds talk about SCP, like we we talk about SCP, but these guys these guys talk about SCP. Um, check out Simply Creative People's the latest Q and A episode. They actually released another episode yesterday. So there's been an episode since that three and a half hour monster. Hey, good good job, guys. That was actually a, a pretty entertaining three and a half hours as well. So it's tough to do that. Three and a half hours and keep keep it engaging. Good job. What do we got coming up next, Cassie? And now the sound of brushing your teeth with an ear of corn.
new corn in my ears could feel so good. Didn't you? I did. On that note, uh, I think I'm out. Uh, bye, guys. It was nice. <laughs> it's nice being here. Nice podcasting. <laughs> yeah, see, look what you did, Cassie. Look what you did. I'm very proud of myself. Thank you. Oh, it burns. Oh, you made me laugh until I cry and I'm allergic to my own tears. <laughs> Said like the manliest man that ever manned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go split some firewood and cure myself. And now let's introduce our guests this week. Or should I say guests? They both help lead a new ongoing animated series on YouTube that has been blowing up within the SCP community. They're here, they're queer, they're French. I mean, one of them is. Please welcome. Elise and Gesma of SCPs. Yay! Yay! So good. You did it! <laughs> Delayed reaction. <laughs> so, you guys mind telling us a little bit about yourselves and SCPs in general? I mind. I mind. I do mind. No. <laughs> I'm just along for the ride, man. He's here for moral support. <laughs> <laughs> He's our emotional support, Frenchman. <laughs> I'm sorry. I believe in you. You can do it. <laughs> you have so motivational. <laughs> I'll hand it off to the honorary Frenchman. Um. <laughs> it's not honorary. <laughs> honorary. 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 <laughs> I need you to stop. The honored I'm Frenchman. Second Frenchman. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hello. Uh, my name's Elise. Uh, I have a background in game development. Hello. You can't see, but I am also waving at the camera. Uh, I have a background in game development uh, where I fell in love with storytelling and character design uh, and the offshoot kind of sprung up as a passion project for me as just kind of I love SCP I love uh, animation I wanted to get some more experience doing it um, so I started forming like a little group uh, and it blew up in a way I was not expecting it to. And now I could not be happier with where we are and where this project is going. So I recognize your voice. Yeah. yeah. I do that. I recognize. Your voice. I, I, I wonder uh, where. The, <laughs> the, <laughs> the moment you first said something, I went, oh, <laughs> now I know who we're talking to. That's who that is. Hmm. Yeah. It's me. Yeah. And so you voice Dr. Gray? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> on the offshoot? Okay. And then any other projects that you've lent your voice to? Uh, no. That This is the first one. I'm like my first kind of stint into voice acting. Awesome. Well, I will be doing an adaptation of almost the entire uh, um, admonition series next month. So maybe we can talk. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, I was going to say. That's a big thing, right? Admonition. It? Ooh. Yeah. 
It's very, very large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to derail your introduction. Oh, no, you're like, fine. Wow, I love your voice. Derails so much of I his do. stuff. I do. I love your voice. I'm a voice dude. I love voices. Aw, <laughs> thank you. That's just, I wish someone loved my voice. Just... I love your voice, Nolan. <laughs> and we do too, over, over at the peeps. <laughs> yeah, it's at almost least, like yeah. I'm I'm also in a show. Almost. But almost. Let's, let's, make it, almost. let's make it about you, Nolan. Let's make it about you. So, Gezma. Right, so, hi. I'm Gezma. I'm an SCP author. I've written a few things on the wiki. I'm a student in screenwriting, which is what I want to do with my life because it's something I really love. And the offshoot has been the first project I've worked on as a screenwriter. And so also the biggest project, and it's a bit overwhelming because I didn't expect it to go so well and to yeah. such extent, you know. And so your role, your role is is writing and, and screenwriting and, and script. I also voice one of the minor characters, but I've learned that I'm not so good at voice acting. So I don't know if I'll write that many lines for him. And then, so let Nolan, Nolan, it's your time to shine, buddy. It's your time. It's my time. We're yeah. not interviewing Nolan. I don't know. I want to know. I want to know what Roland's, Roland's piece of this puzzle is. All right. You know what? You know what? If you want to bring about it, fine. Uh, yes, for some of you that might know, I also am a voice actor on the offshoot. I voice Dr. Roland Wells, the you know residence redhead, agender, pansexual, who absolutely despises their job and needs constant caffeine in order to get through the day. Which is literally just me in general. That is nothing like you. What an actor you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, yeah, it's, it's almost like it was a complete coincidence that Elise hired me for that role. <laughs> Elise, Elise has got the, got the same giggle bug that I do. <laughs> Yeah, Elise. Yes. <laughs> Elise, do you uh, do you want to tell them how I booked the role, or do you want me to? Where the hell oh did you gosh. find him? Yeah, I uh, Nolan brought me on for one of their uh, like SCP readings on their server, uh, and I remember I was in the call with enough, like one of my uh, like concept artists was like also there listening to this scp reading and both of us like simultaneously were just like this is the voice of of roland like this <laughs> we gotta hire this guy <laughs> amazing and I all the similarities it. just worked out it was very weird i wanted to i wanted to bring nolan into the introductions nolan 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 which way are you people He's down there. Nolan's down there. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to bring Nolan in to, because my next question is, how did you guys all meet? Because SC Peeps is, what's your team, about eight? Um, is that the size? or I, I think it's about 15, including voice actors. Okay. So how did, like, where did it start and kind of how did it grow? Because, you know, you, you said that you've always loved the, the animation and um did it kind of it was that the spark or was, did the spark come from somebody else that said hey you know at least you should uh, look into this SCP community like how did this grow into SCPs 
Uh, the show, the offshoot, originally started um, with just me and one other person. Uh, me and her kind of just spitting, bawling ideas off of each other. Uh, and uh, originally, I just kind of was inspired by the SCP community because I just, I loved SCP. I've been reading articles on the wiki for years and years. Uh, and I was like, hey, what if I made like a little animated short or series or something uh, kind of based off the SCP Foundation and like set in this weird secure government facility based on like SCP. And then my friend who I was like starting this project with just kind of was like, hey, what if you just made it in the SCP universe? Like why, like Creative Commons license and all that. Why don't you just adapt it um, to your thing? And I was like, huh, good idea. Good point. So <laughs> me and me and her just kind of like started uh, building it up from there, making characters uh, and uh, yeah, it, it kind of just started off with uh, just me and a couple of, of friends goofing around and uh, over time. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, how I met uh, Gizma, correct? <laughs> Oh my god, no it's not correct. Oh my god. <laughs> Dang. Um, don't you know this person? Everybody's getting fired. Sounds like we have had to say it three times. <laughs> I'm gonna fire myself, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was the follow-up. When when did Gezma enter the Gezma. chat? Gezma. Yeah, Gezma entered the chat. Um, <laughs> so I originally met um, Gezma... Um, through the SCP Reddit, um, I think I was posting a link to the casting call for the offshoot uh, when we were in like really early development and looking for like more writers and more artists to join us. Uh, and I posted to one of the moderators on the, the SCP Reddit and I was just like, hey, would it be okay if I posted a link to this casting call about this little show I'm working on? Uh, and he messaged me back and was like, hey, not only is it okay if you do that, but I want in. <laughs> and after... Wait, Gezma, so is that another hat that you wear? Are you a, a Reddit, uh, an SCP Reddit moderator? Yeah, I moderate r slash SCP and it's... Bless your Well, it's heart. not always good, but it did get me this job, so, you know. Yeah, ooh. Constantly cleaning up not Reddit shit off the Not the best the place ever. Yeah, no. Yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry to interrupt, but just caught that. Reddit. Yeah, we get a oh lot of God. these people who come in like, yeah, I'm writing an SCP game, an SCP show, an SCP movie. So when I got sent that oh, link, yeah. I went, oh, I'm going to check if it's legit. Because then it was, and I scrolled down. Oh, and they're hiring people. Oh, oh they're hiring writers. I'm a writer. <laughs> I'm a writer. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even audition for my role initially. Oh, yeah. Show you just up. just fucking dunked your face in that bucket. Nepotism. Yeah. The, the way I met uh, Elise <laughs> and got on to, uh, to SC Peeps is um, I met them uh, originally on TikTok. Uh, I came across, you know, one of their uh, videos just randomly on SCP TikTok. Uh, and I remember it was, uh, 
the animation that you made uh, in response of the excitement uh, that Sherm had started following you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <And laughs> you made like a little animation, made like a little animation of you just looking bored out of your mind, doodling, and then you get a notification that Sherm there and you start freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, oh, good for them. Good for them. And then I decided like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to reach out to this person and be like, hey, do you want to join my Discord? Says a random person out of nowhere. And for some reason, Elise said, yeah, let's do it. And then, you know, the rest is history, you know? (laughs) That's, uh, I remember that day for me, and I think that may be like a milestone in any like SCP, especially like the offsite content creators careers is when when Sherman not Sherm acknowledges your existence. I remember that day. I remember the day Sherm acknowledged my existence. I was I told Where my wife. I was like, wife, when? wife, wife. Sherm emailed me. <laughs> wife. Oh, I'm still not over it. Where were you when Sherman followed you on TikTok? Yeah. I'm still waiting for him to follow me on Twitter. Is he does he does he follow us? Does he like us? I'm pretty sure he does. I hope he likes us. If he us. doesn't, he should because uh if he we're, doesn't, we, talk, he sh- we talk today and he's probably gonna be on this show next month. <gasps> uh, I hope January. he likes us when he gets here. Yeah. <laughs> he's just gonna he's be on it. He'll be a huge hater tearing down all of you. Just yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. That's, we're gonna, gonna have a, we're gonna have a hard time night. keeping up with him. <laughs> it's gonna be a great night. Ooh, we should work yeah. him into the entirety of the script. He's got that. He's got that theater kid energy. <laughs> Can't relate. Oh, I miss that. I miss that energy. So we're we're excited about what you guys are doing. Like I'm, I've been kind of like, who is this SCP? And then when you posted your first video, and you went from, what was it? Uh, you, you got up to was it 16,000 followers in the first week or two weeks? Of your first, oops, excuse me, of your first uh, offshoot video. Yeah. Posted. In the first week, yeah, we went up to like 15K and it was, yeah. again, just crazy pants. Yeah, not something that we, any of us were expecting, but yeah, the support. I didn't know numbers could go so high. Yeah, no, I can't even count the 12. <laughs> so high, so fast. Oh, they can keep going. What? Well, it's been like, yeah. it's been like six months for us and we've hit 1,200. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> but yeah, I remember uh, after Cassie, I think you got a couple too many zeros on that. Number. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> you guys got 12? Whole, 12, 12 whole subscribers. Like 17. That's great. Was that subscribers? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would say things like that's nuts and that's crazy, but it's not. Like I've seen your work and it what you guys are doing deserves that and more. It's not nuts. It's not crazy. It's appropriate. It's very appropriate. And and I think once you guys actually hit your stride and you start you know, we start seeing what what are you guys playing monthly episodes? Is that what the plan is? Um, we uh-huh. still have yet to discuss uh, our plan for episode releases. Um, it's definitely yeah. something we're gonna need to sit down with after the first episode comes out. Uh, after we get a feel for um, what production is going to be like. Um, 
yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have news Once on that. Once you start releasing with consistency, that twenty five thousand is it, you're going to be at two hundred and fifty thousand before probably before the end of next year. That's my that's my oh, guess. Oh boy, you into existence by the end of next year, at least. <laughs> oh, so no I pressure, right? On, yeah, no right? pressure. I checked yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, that's, that's the only the only thing you got to do is scale, man. Your Discord server, you might have to get some moderators in there, whatever. But what you're doing, I mean, you already have a you already have a process for making. Did you guys make a subreddit for SC Peeps? Ooh, no, not yet. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. Could be something we do after episode one. Yeah, you yes. need somebody with Reddit moderation experience. Where will oh. we find <laughs> someone? Oh, like that? oh, yeah. you know who yeah. we have. <laughs> I'll talk to my people, see if they got anyone. <laughs> and honestly, I feel so honored to actually be a part of this. Um, uh, I would not be where I am. I wouldn't have the confidence of, you know, doing this show or trying to get started in you know amateur voice work and like trying to get that started for me if it honestly wasn't for elise of giving me this opportunity of of giving me that confidence of hey you are good enough for this you definitely deserve to be in this and i cannot thank you enough for giving me this opportunity to work in this project look at you changing lives look at you <laughs> stop it i'm getting cavities yeah, yeah. <laughs> love to see it mm. oh, well we're glad to have you on the team nolan y'all want to play some games yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah enough of the shadow shit yeah, let's go gaming. <laughs> i'm a professional gamer, because about right? emotions right <laughs> Yeah, bro, fuck seriousness. Fuck emotion. Let's just go. Oh, Kelsey's ready. Are we ready for Don't Blink? Okay, guys. Kelsey will roll his Squatchiscaducher for the investigation <laughs> check. And you will get a 0.5 multiplier on your roll. And that's how long you have to view an image. Then you have 10 seconds to describe the image and guess if there is an associated SCP or article. Are you ready? Um, I'd like to point out that I think my intelligence is actually a 9, so I will get a minus 1 modifier. But <laughs> but I won't say no to the bonus. Um... <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> get, I'm surrounded by nerds! It's great! <laughs> I love my life! Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. So good. Yes, uh, thank you. Should I roll this thing? Yeah, I think so. You guys are gonna have to tell him when to stop. He rolls yep, you like gotta a, tell him when to stop. He's bad at the rolling, but um, he'll do it until you're ready. How much how much you wanna okay. put on we get at least um, one four. Uh stop. Two cents. Oh you got a ten. ten. Yeah, Ooh, ten. five seconds. Okay. Gizmo, what was your what was your handicap? Oh, I said I have minus one. All right, you get four seconds. Four, four and a half. So I should close my eyes early. 
All right, so I need you to tell me when you can see it. I'm going to share my screen. Okay, I can see it now. All right, 10 seconds to tell me what you saw. Some fucked up deer, man. (laughs) That's one way to do it. Yeah, that that was... It was what? (laughs) What, the other nine seconds? Nah, that was just some (laughs) fucked up deer, man. (laughs) (laughs) Was it associated with anything? It's like black and white trail cam footage. uh, In the woods. No, it's just a fucked up deer. Very skinny deer with weirdly elongated legs. I think I've seen it before. Alright. Tell him when to stop. When? It just keeps going, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I swear he's rigged. So you wait and die. I should have bet you for a for a Marshall Carter and Dark Mug. Oh, you should have. Let me know. (laughs) Let me know when you can see it. What'd you say? Uh, a fellow researcher? <laughs> <laughs> a, a, little, a little guy <laughs> sitting at a table. Um, just a little guy. Just a little guy. A uh, little, little... Just a silly, just a silly little, little guy. guy. What do you think his name is? You're just, you're just showing me pictures of little guys. <laughs> his, his name is Dr. Guy. <laughs> Dr. L. Guy. Dr. S. Guy. And the S stands for silly. <laughs> silly guy. guy. Yeah, some, a, guy. Some rabbit guy sitting at a tea table with some creepy ass woods in the background. Any associated SCPs with that one possibly? Uh, well, I can only say it once. <laughs> but uh, the yep. the woods with the fellows who have weird rule name about uh, rules about names. <laughs> That's yeah. That's that's a very good description. All right, last one. Gonna roll. So help me if it's another floor. We're getting you when? dice. All right, cool. Hey. That was a ten. Minus one. Ten. We'll take it. Ten. This one. I kind of got a soft spot for this. Ooh, one. I'm excited. Oh. Oh, I love him. Bring him back. That's <laughs> just another little guy. There was a cat. Again, just another little guy. There just was a cat. Little, just another little guy. That's Gesma gets that's it. That's 040JP, right? Yep. Yep. There is a cat. <gasps> there is indeed a cat. Sitting in a well. <laughs> Those eyes. It's doing cat I stare at you. That was one of the first, maybe the first international reading I did on SCP Unredacted was nice. JP. Yeah. I don't think I've ever read that one. I'll put the when I when I when I do post, I'll put the actual um, VFX over my voice that I used for that episode when I said there is a cat. (laughs) 
That's a weird right. one. Are we going to look at them and see what the hell is actually happening? Yes, we can. Ooh. All right, first one. Uh, yep, yeah, Cryptid uh, by Dr. Mangor. And this, all three of these images were uh, farmed from Twitter. Ooh. It's terrifying and absolutely cryptid. And I don't Ooh. ever want to be in the woods it's, again. Ever. I feel safe with him. He could put some bread, so, yeah? some this. food in your hand uh-huh, and let it uh-huh. come to you. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> well, come here, little guy. Deer, 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 deer. I have some more. Oh dear. Deer. There's some baby oh. chickens. Oh dear. <laughs> Got some deer. some baby feet. Mm. So right. what? Second image. Hmm? Silly little guy. And this is from uh, SCP 4000 Taboo. And this was by uh, Demon Blob Taboo. He's got a little rabbit on the, win- on the windowsill behind him. He does. Look at that. Yeah, a little rabbit figurine. Little and right. then the third one, SCP 040 JP. There is a cat. There is, in fact, cat. If you guys haven't read 040 JP, Go read 048B. This is this just weird. This is one of the like you, the, you expect the weirdness when you go to the Japanese branch. This is the weirdness. <laughs> That's the weirdness you always expected. Yay, Twitter artists. Love Goodbye. it. Yeah. Yay. Yay. They're very cool. I'm not a fan of cryptid, but the other two are quite nice. Yay. Next game. Next game. Next game. Next game. Next game. game. Now. I've been waiting for this fucking answer. <laughs> Next game. And now, let's do two truths and one lie. Last week, Nike-Cola Quantum gave their two truths and a lie, which were their favorite SCP author is Tanhoney. They once got a polite email from Tom Scott declining to record audio for their article. And they've been writing on and off site since they were 13 years old. That's illegal. So, I I know. What, uh, what do you guys think was the lie? I mean, I was right off the bat and still not going to change my answer. Uh, it was their favorite author is Tan Honey. Just for like the fact of they love the, the reluctant dimension hopper so much. And so much about the reluctant, and it was. And I asked that question, like, who wrote the reluctant dimension hopper? Was it Tanhony? And they were like, no. I was like, that's the lie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so sticking with it, not changing my answer on Tanhony. No, nope. I don't know. Tanhony is good. I think Tom. He's Tanhony is good. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm not hating on Tanhony at all, but Tanhony is his, mid. I mean, who reads SCP five thousand? Right. You think Nika's favorite SCP author is a different author? Yes. I think Tom Scott begged to record audio for their article. Mm. And Nolan? I I think it's that they've been writing on and off site since they were 13 years old. Because as someone here said, that is illegal. Uh, Elise, Gezma, what do you guys think? Mm. What is Nika lying about? I'll, um, I'll side with Nolan on this one. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that Tom Scott one is the Tom Scott. lie. 
Mm-hmm. I, think so. I, I don't know. I imagine he's the kind of person to have like community managers or social social managers to respond instead of him. Yeah. Good point. We ran a poll on Twitter and our social media was split evenly among the three options. It was 33, 33, 33. Tan Scott and 13 years old. You guys ready for the actual answer? Yes. Let's go. The lie is uh, his favorite author is not Tanhony. False. Damn. Uh, Nike Cola Quantum's favorite author is Lieutenant Flops. Tanhony is a very close second. So the Tom (laughs) Scott uh, was true. Mm -hmm. Nike asked him to do a small 100-word voice bit for a Broken Masquerade article. (laughs) He offered to donate to a charity of his choice in lieu of payment. Since he does non-commercial work, but he sent a very short but polite email saying that it wasn't something he could do. And then writing on and off site for the wiki uh, since they were 13, regrettably true. I'm sure you Why is that, that regrettably? You're being like a, I'm sure no, no. I could be writing very spooky stories on no sleep and I might have read them. But I would, I would be curious to know if there's any articles that are out there right now that have survived that 13-year-old Nika wrote. I would mm. like. I would be curious. To Where know what those can we are. read thirteen-year-old Nika stories? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yep. So, <laughs> SC peeps. Are we getting six all together? Yeah. Three for me. That's that's what we're gonna get. <laughs> oh, mm. we need more space. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough oh, room no. for this shit. Um, I guess I will start. First one. I do my own tattoos. Second one, I once made a game in under 24 hours. And third one, I went to three different cryptid festivals this year. I believe you make, I believe you do your own tattoos. I do also. I believe it. Yeah, that's too fucking weird. (laughs) I think you went to four cryptid festivals and that's the lie. Yeah, that's that's the lie I'm picking. (laughs) Can't tell us. I can't tell us yet. But only three. It was a very long year. Yeah, I believe that the lie is going to three different cryptid festivals (laughs) because I know, I know you went to did a a spontaneous long ass drive to go see Mothman. You got it. I know that for a fact. I want to go. Someone's got insider knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hacks. <gasps> no, so yeah, I, ha- I didn't sign an NDA for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> if if the character of Doctor Monica Gray is based on reality at all, <laughs> that's what you're lying about. Got to you know, you got nope, going to nope. find that statue of Mothman. Two weeks, we got to deal with this. <laughs> you're, you're giggling too hard for me not to be right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Only. Yeah, no. <laughs> we shall uh, see. We shall I, see. I believe the own tattoos so hard, I would let you tattoo me. <gasps> Even if that's not the Here truth? Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. It. I believe that it's truth believe so it. hard that I would let you tattoo <gasps> me. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> see? See? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So, the first one. A boat almost killed me and my family when we were on dry land, and that boat has now sunk. Second one. 
I once got so drunk at a party that my friends put me on a wheelbarrow to carry me from the cave we were at back to my home. Cave? Yeah. And the f- cave party. Yeah, countryside, you know, we do our own ah! party things. <laughs> and the third one is in high school, I was on the debate club. And when we left one morning to compete in the regional contest, which we won, we came back to learn that all of the other students had decided to go on strike. <laughs> I I believe I believe the cave party. I believe that. To be true. I don't believe the boat has been sunk. I think that boat is still at large. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to kill people. <laughs> Just follow me. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna have to agree with Cassie on this one about the boat. Was it the debate club? Hmm. Was it the tattoos? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna call the lie because in high school you were on the debate club. That's what I, that's where I'm calling bullshit. But it was probably like you were on that basketball team. <laughs> I, I know you can't see me, but do I look like I do sports? <laughs> the student body went on strike, but it wasn't a debate club trip. It was it was some it was a chess club trip. It was nerd. It was something else. It was it was it was it was mathlete. It was, it was mathletics. <laughs> It was, it was, uh, um, oh, cricket. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, right. What? The famous high school cricket in France. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> do we have on next? Oh, yeah. Let's oh, talk keeper, about. Oh, keeper so, of the script. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Next I was episode. waiting on you to tell me, Kelsey. Okay. Something. Next yeah, episode, yeah. we have, um, Nice. So next episode we have Agent Shuffle. Okay. Uh, Yasi Posse is going to be on our Christmas week episode. Christmas, so Christmas Yasi, and then uh, kind of not a little because we have uh, we have VAs and SCP content creators like offsite content creators on today. In January we'll have uh, Amanda McKnight, who I call the SCP Scream Queen. She's a voice actress. <gasps> Um, she has appeared in many, many episodes of SCP Unredacted. You probably know her as uh, Preserver from Omni Rom. The fan girl the so, whole time. Yeah, Amanda. Amanda is. Wait, when a, is she gonna? When is her episode? Voice act. Uh, first week January. Damn it! So the the episode that comes out on the thirtieth of January. That's my birthday. That episode, the episode that will be closest to your birthday is most likely the episode we'll have Sherm on. Nice. Sherman can't so say happy birthday. Out. And then, and then other, other <laughs> authors and creators who we don't have, uh, we don't have nailed down for dates. We have commitments, but we don't have nailed down for dates. Pedagon, uh, Billeth, um, Psychic nice. Programmer. Um, nice. Who are some of the others? I think I that's a couple. The, oh. Uh, and I got, and I got us uh, Desk of Alto Club, uh, and Hunter Peterson, the narrator voice for SCP Explained, the voice of SCP Explained. 
the voice the of voice SCP of SC Explained. SC explained? Yeah. Oh my Very god, cool. it's the voice of SCP Explained. It's not it Optimus really Prime or Winnie the Pooh, so it doesn't matter <laughs> what their name is. Or Amanda yeah. McKnight. No, he's a great okay. voice actor and a and a very sweet guy. So exciting, right. Ex like really exciting guests uh, coming up in the You're next gonna have to cut that whole spoiler out. What spoiler? Yeah, that's spoiling all of our future guests. <laughs> right. Do we have yeah, to sign an no, NDA too? <laughs> well, that's all we have for this week. Thank you all so much for joining us. Remember, <clears throat> patrons like Evan McDonald and Reese get more content at patreon.com slash SCP Weekly. And our super patron, Trey Adams, gets to listen live as we record. He's probably asleep by now. It's totally worth $2, and your support helps us keep the lights on. This week's slow gramming was cartwheels and somersaults by slow gramming. Find it at soundcloud.com slash slowgramming. Intro and outro music was Burning Room by Loving Caliber. The Deep Well was SCP-7392. Ramp. By Bob Messenger and performed by Sirius Bacon. Thanks to Elise and Gezma of SC Peeps for lying to us. Thank Thanks you. to our sponsor, Dotto's Juice What for Energy. SCP Weekly is distributed by Smooth Cadence Productions. SCP Weekly is not affiliated with the SCP Foundation Wiki, and as such, the opinions presented in this program are our own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Wiki or its staff, especially when we talk about AI. Music is provided by Epidemic Sound. Beautiful. That was fantastic. Content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP <laughs> Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Share Like 3.0. And all concepts originate from the SCP Wiki and its authors. This recording being derived from this content is also released under CC by SA 3.0. Until next time, I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan. The K is silent. And this has been SCP Weekly. What are we doing? Smoking! No, god damn it, Cassie. <laughs> you guys bullied me about space and stars and galaxies for weeks. Soaking is now the topic. <laughs> it's either that or your mom's bras. <laughs> <laughs> Or what else? What else was there? God, your nipples have also been a topic of conversation. Ginger milk duds. <laughs> I'm so sorry your friends have to be here for this. What do you do here, Nolan? <laughs> hey, dinosaurs. <laughs> Elise, please don't fire me because I'm of that. I'm you up. <laughs> Expect an email from HR tomorrow. Strike two, Nolan. Strike two. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Nolan is Nolan is our Marv. Oh He's a suppository. I mean, depository of that knowledge. Is... <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> I don't know how many times this makes it that you called me something that goes up someone's ass. <laughs> Heart and soul.
Like, I mean, I'm I'm open to it, but at least ask for consent first. God damn. Consent is key, Cassie, okay? At this point, I don't have a job anymore. We're done. We don't have to go on to the next thing. There is no next thing. We just do this. Forever. It never ends. This is it forever. Yes, it goes on and on, my friends. Some people started singing it, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because this is the song that does Also, we were singing. Can we let these people go? They don't have to be here with us. They don't want to be. <laughs> Do you guys want to leave? Well, you still can. <laughs> well, we still can. Is that a threat? <laughs> no, no. It's a very generous Before offer. Cassie, stop. Weird. Cassie, Before I've told you this over and over again. Stop threatening the French, okay? We You've got another strike coming. Really. <laughs> <laughs> or a riot. If the, the, the strike doesn't no, work, seen, it's right. No, I've seen. I've seen how the French the protest. They don't fuck around. No, we're good at it. We're yeah. good at a couple of things. I mean, the French Revolution is a prime example. They don't. These people do not fuck around. I've seen how the French arm up. They don't fuck around. You look. You, you learn. You learn. You learn whose whose flags to watch out for at the coalition compound. <laughs> Those guys in the Polish, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, if you guys didn't know, oh, Kelsey God. and Cassie are both uh, former military people. I'm so not they a military would... people. Where did oh, I, I thought I Cassie. Military? <laughs> I thought Cass... tell me? I thought Cassie was. Nolan, how long have we known each other at this point? I don't know, several months. Yeah, it's been a while, right? We've had a lot of. Of hours and hours of conversation. What was said to lead you to I had anything to do with military? I don't Did know. It was earlier. Earlier you guys were talking about some military shit. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the absolutely cutest people I've ever met in my life. I need you to know that. <clears throat> You gotta stop blurring with me like I this. I know, it's really hard not to, though. I try really, really hard uh, to, like, okay, this time we're not gonna hit on Nolan. This time we're not gonna hit on Nolan. This time we're gonna, hey, baby! <laughs> I know he's almost young enough to be my actual son, but, you know, we're not gonna flirt. Almost. That's gonna be so many layers of problems. My, my oldest is older than you, remember? And this is why mm. we were talking about your mother's bras that one time in the first place. This is how we got there. It all comes back to it. Guys, I'm so sorry. You have to <laughs> He's not this. sorry. He did this to you guys. <laughs> Knowing what we are like, he did this to you. He he knew what was going to happen. Yeah, I, I brought them on here and I'm corrupting their young Christian minds, you know? Their virgin ears. <laughs> Nothing like me is Excuse Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elise. Oh, this actually reminded me, Elise. Uh -oh. uh, how do you feel about uh, SC peeps or 
the offshoot brand uh, coffee mugs. <laughs> because these two have their own coffee mugs that they like to show off every episode. Uh, but I don't. I just have a fucking water oh, bottle. No. And I feel very left out. Hey, water is very healthy. I have a water bottle with me right yep. now. We gotta get you one. Yeah. Kelsey did an episode and he used... How many how many coffee mugs did you go through in one episode? I had six different coffee mugs and neither of you caught it. Yep. No, I remember having a moment of, huh, I thought he had a different mug and just completely glossing over it. <laughs> I wish I had actually paid attention in the last two days to who we were talking to. I would have used my, my Peeps mug. Oh. Like I had last time. I have uh, little peeps, like the marshmallow peeps mug. And I, I I was like, look, Nolan, I've got my peeps. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had known. <laughs> okay, tired. so reality aside, like, no, there's no constraints. There's no limits. There's no um, monetary restrictions. There's no, like, everything is free, right? Yeah. Mm. What is What does SC peeps look like in five years? Oh, we only put three by now. <laughs> <laughs> just, nah, just we're gonna be on episode kidding. two. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please help us to release this Kickstarter. I <laughs> would love to kind of turn this into a full-blown production. I'd love to uh, have like a studio for us uh, so that one we have somewhere to go where the the people that are local to where I am or wherever can like record audio uh, we have somewhere to go to like work on animation and stuff I think that would be really sick uh, mm -hmm. but yeah I, I just kind of want to keep scaling the team I want to scale like um, production on this I don't know I'm really excited <laughs> about the future for this in five years damn that's a long time yeah, right. no time scale five years it is a long like, time. Yeah. will society still be standing like. after five years it will not be but the people existential will be. crisis time yeah <laughs> alright I'm gonna leave it here bye guys oh it's 5am right? yeah the sun's coming up for you uh <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, guys. Yeah. We'll see the rain more than sun. Thank you for being yeah. here. And all, and thank, thank you guys for coming on. And hey, remember, remember, do not forget. This is the song that
maybe we can dance the night away It's what I wanna do now I hope that you can stay right here with me face this is new <laughs> it's a it's a upside down smile <laughs> oh. go upside down let's see if it actually looks like a smile it's a cat in my way oh. so <clears throat> my barber I was like hey I gotta go in to get one more ID card and they're gonna fuss at me for having all the facial hair it's gotta be yeah. a quarter inch or less yeah. And so I was like, I need you to trim it down for me. So she did actually a really good job on what she did here. But down here, like, you can't see with me looking right now, but she gave me, like, the fat guy skinny beard. And I fucking <laughs> hate it. Like, it used to be all the way down here, and now it's, like, way the fuck up here right under my... I hate it. I hate it so much. 